You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. My name is Scott Nerney. I grew up in Warwick and have been a homeowner for over 30 years in our lovely city. My goal with this podcast is to highlight what is special about Warwick and how you can get the most from our seaside community. This podcast is being presented by the Warwick Center for the Arts, located next to Warwick City Hall, where amazing artists showcase their artwork year-round in their beautiful gallery, in addition to many exciting classes for children and adults. Before I introduce our guest, I wanted to mention, if you have an idea for a guest or a subject matter you'd like us to discuss, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Welcome back. Our guest today is Bev Wiley. She's the Director of Parks and Recreation, and we wanted to continue our discussion on Parks and Recreation opportunities and talk about the Warwick Warburton Thayer Arena and why it's so special to Warwick. Welcome back, Bev. Well, thank you, and thank you for having me. So when I think of the arena, I think it's hockey, it's hockey games for high school, it's figure skating. I know there's a lot going on there. Um, Maybe you could give us a little detail about what actually happens inside the rink. Well, yes, you're right. There is a lot of skating, and between the Warwick figure skaters, they have a synchronized skating program, uh, junior hockey, a learn-to-skate program. Uh, The Warwick figure skaters provide lessons. There's also time for open skating, Um, again, birthday parties that can be held there as well. And when there's no ice in the arena, there's other things that happen as well. Um, We've in the past we've had we've had dog shows, we've had roller derby. Um, you know, almost anything that can be done in a large venue with, when the ice is not there, um, we're willing to look at. And I understand that there are two rinks, which most people don't realize at the arena. Yes, there's the Thayer and the Warburton rink. The Thayer rink was built uh, in 1969, and it was dedicated to a native son and local hockey hero um, named William Thayer. And he was um, he was a all-state baseball player and hockey player in high school, and went on to play with the Providence Reds and our U.S. USA national hockey team, um, and then gave selfless contributions to the sports community as a coach and official. Um, unfortunately, he passed away um, in 1964 at the age of 43, uh, and shortly after, a few years after they. Uh, we had the Thayer Arena. In the mid-70s, there was an annex, and they built the Warburton Arena, and that was named after Joseph Warburton, who was the co-founder uh, and program director of Warwick Junior Hockey. So they gave us two rinks, and we're one of the few facilities in the area that has two rinks. And are they both, and comparatively for the sports fans in our audience, uh, compared to like an NHL rink or a college rink? Yes, I, I would say that they're compa- comparable to a college rink. Uh, high school pl- has played many meets there. We have a lot of um, tournaments that are held there, a lot of hockey tournaments that are held there. The Warwick figure skaters and the synchronized team use it um, very much. It's, it's very conducive to the, what they do with their programs. Great. And uh, is most of the business uh, for the public, if they were to come in and do figure skating, that's on the main rink? Yeah, either, on either rink. Oh, wow. On either rink. Um, it's not necessarily on the main rink. There's been times when Warwick Junior Hockey's on one rink and the Warwick Figure Skaters are on the other rink. So uh, both rinks are, are equally used equally. And you have a 
one Zamboni that takes care of both ranks? We actually have two Zambonis um, and a new Zamboni that is due any day, any day now to be delivered. So we will have, we'll actually have three Zambonis. Um, uh, one of them is a little bit aged, aged. So uh, we're hoping with this new Zamboni that we will take some of the stress off the two Zambonis that we currently have. Wow. I mean, kudos to being able to put that into operation. That's fantastic to hear. And obviously, if you have a rink that doesn't have good ice surfacing, you don't have a rink. So it, it's good to hear that's coming. And you mentioned the local high schools uh, play. I know they in the winter they may not have produced their schedule yet, but the hockey schedule during the week, they have games that people can attend? Um, it's sometimes during the week. Um, I haven't seen the, the full hockey schedule, but usually it's it's Friday evenings, sometimes Wednesday evenings, and they also use it for practice. And then also some of the schools have JV programs where they'll have um, um, games as well. And Rhode Island is such a huge – I mean, I know there's a lot of history of Rhode Island hockey. Uh, boys and girls uh, are men and women – uh, later on, have you had some famous folks play hockey at at the rink? Uh, Chris Terreri, um has played hockey at the rink. Um, he played high school, I believe, at, at Pilgrim High School. Uh, Sarah DaCosta, who played for Tollgate High School, was the goalie for the Tollgate High School team and also went on to be an Olympian, uh, is played in the arena. And I'm sure there's many, many more that have that have played hockey and in, in, played hockey and skated in our arena. Uh, and there's a lot of state and regional championships and competitions that are held there. Uh, junior Warwick Junior Hockey does a lot of tournaments uh, where they bring in teams from all over New England to participate. Uh, the Warwick Figure Skaters have uh, exhibitions and uh, performances that they do. The synchronized skating. Um, a few years back, we had the national synchronized skating program in Rhode Island, and where they used the they used the Thayer, Warb Thayer Warburton rink for the, for some of the some of that, those participations. And next, next um, I would say spring and summer is a good opportunity to get back to a non-COVID year where we could have some, uh, you mentioned the women's professional roller derby, which I'm a huge fan of. If those guys are listening, shout out to them. And we'd love to uh, have them come back to our city and dog shows and other events. So uh, when the, the main rink is down and, and just concrete to allow for some shows, is the back rink still ice? Yes. Uh, usually there's ice year-round, um, but if there's some type of event where the ice is taken down for, for maintenance, we would, we would look at that and see what, you know, what the needs would be and what we have coming up. Um, as of right now, we haven't, I don't have any requests for things in the spring other than um, hockey and figure skating and so, open skating. So if you're out there thinking about an event that you want to have there, Bev says there's plenty of opportunity. Contact the office, and they'll be happy to book something for you. And how long does it take to make ice? You know what? That's that's a question that I don't even. I'm not sure I know the answer to. I hear um, they'll be saying, "Well, they're going to make ice. The ice will be ready." It's probably a, a good day or two. Um, I know for hockey, they have to put down a layer have that set, and then they're putting down lines and then putting down another layer. So I think it, it's probably a, a one- to two-day process to get the ice set for, um, for an event. Okay. And I know you're looking to do some, um, some 
um, non-hockey or figure skating things. Uh, I heard you were working on a holiday tree lighting. Yes. Uh, actually, that will be in conjunction with the Warwick Figure Skaters Holiday Show. They do a holiday show every year, and we're going to do a tree lighting outside of the, outside of the arena um, and hopefully have some food trucks and uh, Girl Scouts singing carols and um, just a nice festive event for the f- community. Oh, that'll be great to see everybody come out. And uh, I would assume, you know, in some cases, reacquaint themselves with the arena, the pool next door, and understand that all of that little area of the city has to offer people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, One of my goals is that we make this a show place. Um, We're one of the few municipalities that has uh, a municipal pool, a double ice rink, uh, plus all of the other ball fields and facilities that we have. So I think it's something that if we can get people out to see it, they'll realize that it's really something something to behold and something that they want to be a part of. You're saying we have it all? Just about. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Anything else you wanted to let us know about the, the rink area? Um, no, I think I think it's important for people to you know to contact us if they have a question. Um, we're looking to get open skate open skating going on in in the next month or so. Uh, it's five dollars when we do the open skate. It's five dollars for folks to come in and and skate for a couple of hours. Um, the Warwick Figure Skaters has a wonderful learn to skate program that will you know provide lessons if people want to learn how to skate. Um, and the same thing if with junior hockey. Uh, if kids want to get involved with junior hockey, they start at a very young age in getting getting kids involved in hockey, as well as the figure skaters as well. Great. And and that's fantastic to, to hear that there's so much, not only effort going on to, to work with the adults in the community, but families and the, the kids getting them young. Uh, I think it really engages the, the families as a, to be able to do something all together, and especially those folks that are supporting the kids with hockey at 5 a.m. hockey practice to get the kids up and get them to bed early enough to to where they can go and and the opportunities that that will afford them later on in life. I agree, and I think um, with our programs having the success that they've had in the past, um, it's it's really a great it's great to see you know the demand for the use of our venues. Um, and I think part of that is because of the popularity of the sport and the fact that we do have such a great, a great facility, uh, especially with the two rinks. It makes it very conducive for when teams want to come from out of state to participate in a tournament. They know they can come and they can spend the, the entire day there and have the ability to use both rinks. And if a hockey player gets too bumped up, he can go next door to the pool and unwind a little bit. That's absolutely true. Or if a family wants to, you know, the kids are a little fussy, they can take them over to the pool for a little break while, you know, their brother or sister is playing playing hockey or, or figure skating. You've planned this facility very well. That's the goal. That's the plan. That's the goal. All right. Thank you to Bev for spending some time with our audience today and sharing insights on Warwick life. It's a great time to be in Warwick. And for those not living the Warwick life, Come pay us a visit, check out our pool, check out the skating rink in that area, and see what else we have to offer. That wraps up another edition of Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. If you have any comments, content suggestions, or questions, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Thank you to Tester Manuelian for our lead-in in closing music. She's a music major with an incredible career ahead of her. Lastly, don't forget to check out Warwick Center for the Arts at warwickcfa.org. See you next time.
You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island.